What's up, guys? Welcome back to a bonus episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and today's bonus episode is straight out of IG Live that I did with Risa Brayman Garcia from the BGB studio. We talked all about actor rest and hustle culture, and it was so important to me, I wanted to make sure everyone had access to it. So just in case you're not really an IGTV watcher or any of that sort, maybe you missed the live. I think it's so important to consider this act of rest and self-care imperative regardless of what you've quote-unquote booked or earned or whatever you feel you deserve at this point in time. I think we all need a good solid break whether that's just from social media or from our email accounts or from jobs or various different things in our days. So this conversation was really really helpful to me and I hope it is just as helpful to all of you guys. So Without further ado, please enjoy Risa Brayman Garcia from the BGB studio. Do you want to go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and um, let people know who maybe have just visited my page, who you are and what you do at the BGB studios? Sure, happy to do that. Um, so my name is Risa Brayman Garcia. I've been around decades in this business and in the world. Um, and uh, about nine years ago, <clears throat> Steve Braun and I started the BGB Studio. Um, I know sometimes people say BGB Studios because we are like global now. And especially mm-hmm. since the pandemic hit, we've really expanded beyond the borders of Los Angeles, which has been one of the silver linings of the pandemic. But anyway, we're here. I'm actually sitting in our, one of our spaces here in North Hollywood. Um, but we're, we have classes online and in the studio space. And so we do, we created this artistic home for actors to have a place to come and, and exercise their, um, their creative souls and, and to be supported and challenged. And, and, and it's a little bit unusual as an acting studio because we're very much advocates of people making work. So we make work here together. And, you know, we, we're going to talk a little bit about self-care today and about, you know, rest and all that stuff. But it's like, the, it's one of the pillars of, of the studio because for us, you know, there's a holistic approach to your acting and also to your career. And so for us, and because of both of us work as professionals in the business and have for, for years and years and decades, it's like, it's a wonderful, you know, dance, sometimes a great marriage between industry and artistry. And that's what we created here. And, um, and it's been going, you know, it's, it's never anything I expected to be devoting this a lot of my life to, but it has been um, everything really. And so my history and my background has been as um, a director and a casting director. Cast, my casting director hat uh, came on as my bartending job and always has been the thing I've done to support my more uh, passionate and, um, and, and creative endeavors. Not that casting isn't creative, but for me, it's always been as a director and a producer and now running the studio and as a teacher and, and, and guide and coach and all that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's been, you know, my life for decades, juggling all of these things, you know. And you guys have a podcast, which we're big fans of around here. Oh, good. Yeah, we're, we're talking about season three, which um, hopefully we'll be able to start doing soon. There's just, you know, managing the pandemic has been so intense that the podcast just had to like be like, okay, let's do one episode. But, it, you know, it's been hard. Like, we, this has been about surviving. And one of the things I want to talk about is how we move from survive, surviving to thriving, you know? 
I would love to know from your perspective as someone who already wears a lot of hats, right? In, yes. in doing your jobs and then, you know, doing content on Instagram and doing a podcast and just all the various different pieces that are involved. How, how has it changed how you approach rest or time off or self-care um, these past couple of years? You know, it's a, it's an interesting question. I was, I was swimming today, which I do every day. Um, and I have for the last year. Um, and in that time I realized, you know, I'm a sucky rester. Like I do. Girl, we're in this right. We're in the right place. <laughs> I do not rest well, and so by swimming, I was like, oh, you know. Sometimes my mind goes for the first few minutes, and then I start to to give into the zen of it, the meditation of it, the just the being presentness of it, and um, and so you know, the I burnt out. You know, I tend to burn out. That's been my way for years. Like I'll go and I'll go and I'll go until my body says enough and you and forces me to rest. And I've come to learn over time, over decades of that not going very well. Um, sure, I get a lot of shit done, but it, it it's exhausting and I've and I've hurt my body and my my heart and my my well being. And so I'm and I, and interestingly, and I've heard this from a number of people in the business, is that the pandemic forced us to survive. And that's a lot of what, what I was doing. Like, how do you, you know, how do we keep the lights on at the studio? We all go on Zoom and oh my God, now we're on Zoom. And, and it was insane. And it, and it was insane for a really long time. And it was exhausting. Um, and then um, learning though, that this is a great time because we're being forced to reflect and rest. And uh, is that your dog? <laughs> I'm, I, I have three dogs. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. They're very vocal. No, that's okay. That's okay. You know. I mean, I think one of, the, one of the things we've learned in classes, like we have classes at, you know, on Zoom where, you know, all the parents have to say goodnight to their kids during the class and everyone's coming in their pajamas and the dogs are there and the cats are there with their butts in your face in the middle of a really intense scene. And it's like, surrender. I think that's a lot of this. I guess my point is, is how do we surrender and how has this been a forced uh, exercise in surrendering to whatever it is and realizing like what, why are we on some hamster wheel? There's nothing valuable about that. And, you know, it's been a big part of our studio um, to advocate for self-care because you, all, all of us as artists, are like hypersensitive people in what Steve and I call an emotionally violent industry, or at least an industry that has is indifferent. Um, and so you're, when your job is to bring, uh, to bear your vulnerability, to bear your soul to the work, to bring your heart to the work and the totality of your emotional life to the work. Um, you know, it's problematic sometimes and you get injured and you are sitting in a place of, I have to do more. I have to make this happen or I'm not doing enough. We always feel like we're not doing enough. Yeah. And so like, what would it be like to really start to regulate our system so that we realize that we have got to take a step back. And I'm, I'm talking to myself here as much as anybody else. We've got to take a step back. We've got to, um, you know, really uh, 
give ourselves enough space to do absolutely nothing. You know, there's this whole notion about self-care being something you do. You know, it's like, I, I need to do more meditation. I need to do more exercise. I need even for myself to swim more. I need to, you know, I need to journal more, you know, and suddenly you're like, you're in the hamster wheel of, of, of self-care, you know? Yeah. So funny you said that I just recorded the season finale of my podcast that's going to come out next week. Oh, good. I love, by the way, I love your podcast. I just want to stop and say one thing to you. Hold your thought. I love what you're doing. And Steve and I both, we love what you're doing. It is so helpful for actors. It's so fun. It's so enlivening. It's like, I always look forward to your posts and, and to your, 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 uh, your videos and your, and your podcast. So kudos to you and whatever you're doing to make that work. It's exceptional. And I want to say that to everybody listing like I didn't know you as an actor before and and people are like well I don't want to do all that stuff because I'm just an actor you know and I'm sure you're on your own hamster wheel and all of that and that's you know stuff that we have in common I'm sure but but um you know by doing things like you're doing by by having this massive um presence for other actors um, it's, it's, I don't know how it's been for you as an actor, but it's certainly, I know who you are now. And I know other people, you know, in the business know who you are now. And it's, you're like a, you're, you're a poster child for leadership, you know, and how that can help your career. So I just want to say that because I never said that to you, but what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, I'm just a little overcome. I'm trying to get better at taking that in. Thank you very much. It's been uh, a ride to be brutally honest it's 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 wild that being brutally honest uh actually opens doors um it's it's really a a big relief to everything i thought this business might be so uh thank you very much for that yeah 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 i i so when we recorded the finale i was talking to helena santos who is my guest booking producer and she's also an actress and she's based in vancouver and she was talking about you know, how she used to get, like you said, which I think is a common thing for creatives, work herself until she got migraines or she was nauseous, like until her body was like, we have to stop. And she got very good at putting the kibosh on it all and figuring out and just taking time away and taking things off her schedule. And my first question was like, well, what activities do you do when you're doing nothing? And she was like, <laughs> you just asked me what activities I do when I'm doing nothing. And I was like, I just, I don't, my mind just goes to like, Stuff. I'm not a good, uh, maybe you are this way too. I'm not a good sitter. Thus the yeah. reason my hobby into a business of one broke actress, but I am not great at, um, sitting. I can meditate and check that box, you know, cause it's a box. To it check. is not a box to check. <laughs> it is not a box to check. It's a lifestyle shift. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, I'm, so I would be curious for you how that, what, if you're not doing activities or if we talk to actors and try to talk them into taking a period of rest. Right. Right. What is that? And I know it's different for everyone, but what is yeah. that? Of? Um, so it's hard. I admit that it's hard. I just went to the desert for three days with, uh, some of my family and it was like, I woke up Saturday morning. It was over Thanksgiving weekend. We traveled, we were very productive. We did a lot of, you know, fun self-care things on Friday. We went to a spa, we got massages, we sat in the waters, you know, blah, blah, blah. All of that was stuff we did, right? But Saturday morning, there was nothing to do. And I woke up and I thought, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I have nothing to do. And I went for a walk in the desert with no intention. 
other than just to walk in the desert. And that was hard, you know? And so some of it is having the space and time to do nothing, but the nothing is like, like don't underestimate nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I have a friend who says to me, just go outside and, and talk to a tree. Like, look at a tree. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking look at a tree. <laughs> like, what is that about? But what I did, so he said, so what's your version of that? What would it be like to take your shoes off and walk outside? And so I put a bench, we had a bench, I put a bench and I looks over the a canyon, over Dixie Canyon. And I thought, I'm just going to give myself 10 minutes to sit here and just look and be with myself. And some of it has to do with presence because as an actor, you need to understand what presence really is. So what would it be like? And again, just a lot, small parts of your day to do this, to be able to sit and be with your body and your heart and, and, your, and to say, okay, so I happen to have a, a thing on the side of my neck that's been hurting me. So I'm, I'll sit with the discomfort on my neck, you know, and I'll just let that happen and be aware of that and, and say, and this is something Steve has taught me, who's my partner, and he's done years of, of really interesting, you know, uh, Taoist and Buddhist and mindfulness practices and Qigong, and just to allow yourself to say, oh, okay, I'm just sitting with that discomfort, that pain on my neck, and then be in touch with that, and then say, oh, how is that affecting me emotionally? And then I put my hand, I mean, this may sound, you know, real goofy, stuff but you know it's but you know it's useful so i'm sitting there in my bench looking out over the canyon feeling the pain in my neck putting my hands on my heart closing my eyes getting in touch with my body seeing how that affects me emotionally what comes up around that and all of a sudden like there's all this stuff happening because 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 self-care rest is actually active in that you're, be, you're getting connected to yourself and all of the things that may be stirring up inside of you. And so I'll do that and I'll close my eyes and I, maybe it's a meditation or more of a contemplation. And then I'll just allow myself to be affected by what's happening in my body and now in my emotional life and in my heart. And 15 minutes have gone by and stuff is now present. My neck is starting to loosen up a little bit and I'm in a, a different space you know, and so those are like, that's one little exercise that I'll do, which when I walked in the desert, it's like, okay, well, I did that for an hour. Now what, you know, but then it's like, but then to be able to just slow the motor down because our motors are so fast. Don't you think? And then we're on social media and then we're on the internet and we're on YouTube and, you know, we're like in this, in this, some space where everything is triggering us and we're just, everything is so fast that we're just not connected. We're not present. So how do, you know, and everyone's got their own version of being present, but a lot of it is filtering out all the noise. And I think sometimes the hard part for myself is that sometimes in my life that noise has been productive. Yes, and I get that. I feel like if I just stop doing things for a while, I have, I have a deep, which people might be surprised to hear this from me, I have a deep, deep fear of being considered lazy. So I think I pushed so hard against that that no one could ever possibly see me as a lazy person. But I think that I need to delineate the difference between taking a rest yeah. and not doing my work. 
Yeah. And you know what? Your work ultimately, I really believe, and I've seen this a lot, especially in the last, I mean, I had a reckoning in February that kicked my ass. Mm. Big birthday coming up, had been carrying a load for people for a year, you know, up until like March, 2020, you know, working like a monster to keep the studio alive, casting a, a pilot that just was like a bear to, to get together during COVID. And um, I, <clears throat> I was just, I, my body just stopped in the middle of an online class. And I just went, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And I just wept for like a whole night. And then I, I went into some TV show, which is, which is something else that I started watching Outlander, <laughs> which like for some reason saved my soul. And, and only because I needed to go someplace else in order to come back to myself. And that's really emotional for me, but sometimes we need those kinds of things. So separating your work, like your, 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 your self-care and your rest doesn't have to be like doing nothing. I mean, there's something really great about, you know, allowing yourself to be with what's really happening, be, get in touch with all the stuff that's really there, the anxiety, the fear, the fear of being lazy, the fear of not being productive, and just acknowledging that and saying, oh, wow, and letting yourself sit with that feeling and saying, I'm going to be with this, and I'm going to allow this to, you know, to affect me, and it might be really uncomfortable. Um, and then figure out what you now need to do, what your body and your and your emotional life and your whole being is asking you to do to take care of yourself. Um, and maybe it's enough that you're caring yourself because you are worthy of care. And I, so that statement alone is something it took me a very long time to even get a, a moment of grips on. I think the pandemic put a lot of things in perspective. Uh, for those of you who are in the reality world, I always think of People are dying, Kim. Like <laughs> a true Kardashian statement. People are dying. Like take care of yourself. But I, I think there's a lot tied up with actors in earning rest. And we're very good about after we book something, we're gonna have a, a great hard week of work, and then that weekend, boy, we're gonna take off and take care of ourselves. And mm -hmm. one, not usually how it ends up working. It's never like that easy. Um, but two. Can you talk a little bit about earning rest? Yeah. Well, it starts with worthiness and value and self-love before self-care. You know, I've been working a lot on that, of being able to say, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have value and I'm worth, and maybe because I'm getting older and um, I've, I've, I'm having to look at my body and my life differently. Um, and I just lost one of my best friends in the world you know, to a, a shocking stroke two weeks ago that kicked my ass again. And it's forcing me to say, what what's the value of all this? And so I think we all need to come back to our own self-love and, and, and our self-worth. And, you know, caring for ourselves is, is essential in that. And it starts with how do we, you know, value ourselves for ourselves, you know, outside of being an actor or a professional or having a career or any of that stuff. And so that takes, you know, some thought and, and some reflection and, and, um, and, and I think it goes back to the why of all of this. So if you start with, you know, 
you know, why am, why am I creative? You know, why do I need to be creative? Why do I need this career? Why do I want to be an artist, an actor, a writer, a director, a producer, whomever, you know, why is this important to me? And then to, and to come back to that why so that it starts to become the thing that you, if you come back to the real core and heart of it, then the drive for like, I got to do more of that. I've got to do more submissions. I've got to get a better agent. I've got to, you know, I've got to book more. I've got to do more casting director workshops. I've got to do more, more, more. And all that stuff that creates that kind of, you know, spin and that, that, that you start to get away from your heart and what you really care about and what is ultimately the most important part of this. And when you come back to that, you start to understand your connection and your relationship with your work and your art and your career, therefore. And then you start to come back to the heart of the thing and then you value it and you value yourself in it and what you love about it. Because what you love about it is ultimately going to align with what you love about yourself. Mm. You know, and- Hard pill to swallow. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, I think that worthiness and liking yourself sometimes gets really caught up in the work and the, not even the work, but the accomplishing of yes. the work. Yeah. 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 And by the way, just everybody should, who's hearing this, watching this, this is not just for actors or actors who are out of work, or this is for everybody I know, especially in this business. Everybody goes through that. I have a friend who's a really successful producer, makes a shitload of money, you know, has houses in every city and, 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 and is questioning his own self-worth right now. You know, this is a constant thing. And, and ultimately, I would say the same thing to him that I would say to somebody who hasn't booked a job, you know, in two years. It's like, like, what do you care about? What matters to you about this? You know, what, what is the heart of why you're doing this thing? And what part of that, again, in my swimming, I hit a point where I was like, what do I really want to do now at this, with this part of my life? And what is this pandemic has shaken my foundation and my core and I am in survival mode and I want to be in a thriving mode. I want to be in a productive, happy place. I want to fucking enjoy what I do again. And so I had to come back to what do I care about? What do I want to do with myself? And when I realized what it was, I was started to let go of all those things that put me on that hamster wheel. And that started to come back to, oh, this is what I love. And then I need to create space for that. But also in the whole self-care thing, it's like, there are things that you can do that are, that are, I'm not going to say productive, but are useful. Like, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with, I'm sure you are the, the, um, the artist's way, Julia Cameron's workbook. Yeah. The artist's but... I, da I dabble. I, I like, I went yeah. in like class. I took what worked for me. I left what didn't. <laughs> sure. And she wrote it years and years ago and I've done it twice thoroughly, but I just went back to, I heard her on a podcast and I thought, you know, I haven't done the morning pages in a really long time. And I went back to the morning pages about, eight or months ago, and I do them every day, not always in the morning, but I do them every day. I take a yellow pad and I just write for three pages and I, it's illegible. I don't yeah. even know what is going on, but it's the most amazing thing that I connect with everything inside that I wasn't paying attention to. And I do it whenever I do it, like sometimes I'll do it before bed, sometimes I do it first thing in the morning, sometimes before I swim, sometimes after I swim, sometimes right before a class, when I'm feeling anxious about going into that or, you know, whatever. And so it's a great exercise. For those of you who don't know what it is, just Google Julia Cameron, The Artist's Way, The Morning Pages. And you write for 10 minutes or you write three full pages. 
You don't read them again. You don't stop. You don't edit. You don't even, for, you just keep your pen on the page. And because we don't write a lot these days, we're typing all the time and we're texting and we're thumbing all that. Like there's a wonderfully freeing, organic, uh, connected process in going from all the stuff that's inside that's unconscious, that's hidden, you know, and all the resistance, and we're putting it on the page. It doesn't matter what you say. And over the course of three pages, you're going to likely come to a place of some kind of realization, some kind of opening. Something is going to happen, especially if you do it every day. And that's, again, a great, that's a doing thing, but it's such a great exercise in connecting, in presence, in connecting with your heart, you know, heart meaning, you know, intention, love, care, you know, whatever, because ultimately, like, again, I'll go back to what I said initially, which I think is so important. You're required as an actor to be vulnerable, to be present, to be emotionally available. So if you're going to be that way, how are you going, if you can't, if you can't be that way in your life, you know, and if you're going so fast that it's not, you're not connected to that, how are you going to bring that to your work? And it, ultimately, it's the most important thing, because the part of our brain that is efficient, that's productive, needs to be fed. That's part of this is feeding that, you know, people talk about feeding the soul. Well, if you just want to even feed the productive part of you, it's amazing what will incubate when you're just allowing yourself to be connected to the, the, the to your, to your emotional life, to your body and, and to uh, what's really going on. And once you start like unleashing that, then things start moving you know, and as things move, they shift and there's more space for the real work, the, the important work, the, 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 the cool stuff. And I think you ultimately can only be more productive if you're doing that. Otherwise, and I am a poster child for this, you are running on fumes for decades and, you're, and, and you ultimately hurt yourself and your body goes, no more, this has to stop. Yeah, and I think we also get caught up in uh, doing all of the parts of the thing we want to do. So for actors, I know this happens often. Actors will sit down with me and say, uh, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping up. I'm like, okay, great. Well, what, what's, your, what's your goal? Like, what are we working on? And they're like, well, like, I don't know, commercial voiceover to the TV and film. Uh, to, I'm like, all right, well, like, what do you want to do the most? And people black out because they just think they have to do everything. And so just taking the time to really explore mentally with space, either just in your own brain or with pen to paper, to go back to what it is you actually want to do is so eye-opening. And it, I know for anyone listening, it can be kind of scary. Yeah. Pick one thing that you want to focus on because it might seem the farthest away. It is scary. And you know what? That's really good. We should do things that scare us. But it's private. You also get to do it by yourself. You know, we journal a lot in class, you know, and I'm always amazed by how it informs the work because there's all this hidden stuff that we're not paying attention to. And, yeah. you know, once you start accessing that, you get to some core stuff. You might get to some hard shit. You might get to some resistance. You might get to some, you know, big feelings. But you know what? We got to get to the fear. I mean, this is not easy, what we're asking ourselves, what you're being asked to do on a daily basis, especially since we've been so isolated. You know, and every, yes, people are coming out of it. And yes, we're, but I, I ran into somebody, I had lunch with 
a friend of mine um, who's a casting director and, and, and we hadn't seen each other in a long time and we went to some place where I ran into two people I knew and we were like, what are, like, what, what human? Like we both, we'd all been, we didn't even know how to talk to each other. We didn't know how to be social. I you feel know? that. I it, feel was, that. it was weird, but you know, it's like we have been in this real isolated place for a long time and it's brought up a lot of stuff. So we have to first acknowledge that. And then like, what it's but it's an opportunity right now to take some of the pressure off you know since everybody is going through it and i know it's been a really challenging time for actors who are not working who have lost their agents who just feel like they're not a part of this industry anymore i was talking to an agent yesterday who lives in new jersey and he's like no i like working at home because i don't want to go into the city in new york and deal with that but we're going to have to go in he said but i can't get a hold of anybody in la ever because nobody answers the phone it's really frustrating so i find myself working from seven in the morning here in new york to like midnight in because of la and you know i have and and he said i just like i just it's all like so strange and I feel like I'm not a part of this of anything anymore yes you know and he's a he's a big literary agent and it's like he's lost so everybody's feeling it you know and so I just say especially going into 2022 with no plan like what if we went in with no plan because we can't control this thing so what would it be like to like also do some things that we love you know, what do you love to do? If you want a list of things to do and not to say rest is like, what do I do? It's like, what, 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 what would it be like to just do, especially over the holidays, to do some things you love? When we were in the desert, one thing we did as soon as it got dark, we lit a fire, we sat around our fire pit, we had an early dinner, and then like we spent hours just, you know, eating chocolate, drinking wine, and watching the Beatles documentary. And like, it was like, oh, because we're on vacation, we do this. But it was like so great. And then we got poem. It was like, okay, time to get back to reality. Well, let's know. Let's do that on a Monday night. Yeah. And there, I, I forget, I forget all of the time that I don't work a Monday through Friday nine to five job. And I try even my my day job is not that. It's it's work when I want just to get my work done. But mentally I set myself up to where I'm like, all right, Monday morning time to get back to work. And it's like, who, who put that in here? Like, that's not society, I, society put that there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very hot. And to, to, I'm like, all right, well, it's the holidays. So I can take space from here to here. And it's like, actually, I make I am I'm in a very, very, very privileged position to where I make my own schedule. And so and sometimes I get an audition that's on a, a Friday night, and it's due on Monday morning. So that means I do work on the weekends. So I think deconditioning that like these activities are for these times of day and these types of people is, is something that I'm personally working very, very hard to beat that wall down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, yeah, break, like what about breaking that? Because everybody hates Mondays, you know? So like, why not? What, what if Monday morning was like the day you went and took a walk somewhere, if you could control it, you know? Or if you do have a job where you're working state hours, certain hours, like what if your lunchtime you just, you know, didn't go on Instagram or your phone and you went for a walk or did some journaling or, you know, just did something quiet for yourself, you know, because what does rest look like? Rest, again, rest can be active, um, but it also is, you got you got to feel like, you got to understand why you're doing, you got to earn it. 
in your mind like you already have earned it like my point is but you've got to believe that you've earned it and that that you deserve it and that it can can you know you can experiment with things another thing from the artist way that i always used to love um and haven't done a lot of lately but when i do it it's great is take yourself on an artist date you know yeah which again could be like sitting there watching the Beatles for four hours or going to the movies, which you can do now, or, you know, taking yourself to lunch and, and, and outlining a, you know, an idea for something you want to make. Um, and, and that can be restful if there's not a pressure, like, oh, I have to produce a podcast or I have to produce a blog or I have to produce a script or I have to produce, you know, a self tape, you know, what would it be like, you know? like equal results is right. something that is, is really important to highlight about what you said. Uh, so, so yesterday my patio is right here outside. That's why I have such good lighting. And uh, I, it's super dirty all the time because we live super close to Runny and all these cars and stuff. But yesterday I cleaned it off and I put my computer outside and I took acting class outside on the patio. There was cars, it was kind of loud, but it just took me out of my element a little bit. I didn't know what was going to happen. It just, it was like just a lovely little treat yeah. that cost nothing and took nothing away from my day in fact it added to it and that that's was great a lovely little thing yeah because again we, we get into routines and we think it's supposed to be a certain way and if you ever are on zoom or on you know something computer oriented i'd say change your environment into a, a you know a different create an environment that really is is restful and feels good to be in i say the same thing for your self-tape space it should not feel sterile and you know unorganic it, it should just you know what would be nice it'd be, what would it feel like to have a really lovely environment uh for that for your work i i taught a lot of the, my zoom classes outside you know i taught one from my pool once it was really hot and i sat in the pool and you know did it from my pool you know <laughs> and it was great like oh, okay and i don't have a big fancy pool i have a little lap pool outside but you know it's it just was like i'm gonna do this and it just again changing it up making it feel like you know something enjoyable like we we take the fun out of this thing and the and the enjoyment out of this thing so you know the last commercial i booked i had this in my lap <laughs> like just tucked away underneath the camera i had no idea it was it just just was a lovely i don't know just like it was a it was a piece of self-care that i didn't realize was self-care was adding something that made me really cozy and happy in a piece of my work and not separating mm -hmm. my work or my due date or my whatever we want to call it with my like happy life which is one yeah. of the things i love self i love that and that you were more present because of your pup super super yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what does it mean? I think everybody's got to look at whether that looks like and what is it like to be to be really present with yourself, you know, and to be uncomfortable in it, because it's going to be uncomfortable for a while. I was really uncomfortable after my first hour of walking in the desert. It's like, okay, it's 8am. Now what? You know, <laughs> it's like that thing where you check the clock and you're like, it must have been at least 40 minutes. It's been four. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, be uncomfortable with that. That's okay. You know, because the only way to get to being comfortable is to stop, to be uncomfortable with it, to acknowledge your discomfort, to feel it in your body, to see what comes up emotionally, to be willing to allow that to move and to get to the next place in it, whatever that looks like, you know? Um, I think we have to have the courage and the, um, the willingness to, to try that. 
I tend to attract a lot of type A actors who want to check all their business boxes and do all of these things. How would you recommend or do you have any tips or advice on turning off a planning brain in mm. these example, this time from Christmas to New Year's is usually a time where people, it's supposed to be holidays and off, but then also at the same time, there's this underlying current of have all your shit together and get ready to jump into the new year with all of your everything in perfect order. And uh, I, for one, have trouble turning off my, my mental planner of like, we're not setting any goals. We're not, you know, um, do you have anything around that that's been helpful for you or your actors? Yeah, again, I would say, what would it be like if you didn't plan anything, but you just took those two weeks, you know, coming leading up to Christmas um, and into the beginning of the year as, 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 as time you give yourself? I just, you just, I just felt sick. Thank you that. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean? What, say what? <laughs> because I'm such a, I'm, so, so I, uh, podcast producer, oh, so, um, I'm sorry. I have an alarm that keeps going. Um, okay, so for me, when I have downtime that's not work for, you know, assigned. Yeah. I utilize it to my, I instantly start to either, whether it's just in my head or on paper or in a planner, whatever it is, uh, to do the work for myself so like one broke actress i'll make plans or i'll schedule things or i'll do this and that and so i feel like downtime for me is downtime away from my work work but not all my work does that make sense yeah 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 so what would it look like to just put all of that on the back burner or to, or a lot of it you know and to say i'm just not gonna I'm not going to worry about any of that stuff, but I'm going to find a more creative and organic and internal way of looking at that. So, you know, getting to the core of, you know, what you care about and journaling about that and meditating on that. And even like uh, talking to friends about that in a way that is not checking any box or being productive officially with capital P, you know, just being, you know, and, and literally like doing like, this. I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to you to be able to say, cause I'm talking to my staff here about that. Like, you know, by the way, guys, I'm not going to do this all day long, the days that you're working, because everybody's taking different days, like, I have to, you know, and, 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 and designing your, uh, you know, even if it's just the 26th through the 31st, like, and just saying, I'm just going to allow that time to be, you know, time to, you know, enjoy what I'm doing, and to be non-productive, to be just, to just to be, and, and, and yet, you know, like maybe even having like in your journaling, it, you could you can have one journal where you just spew out all the stuff onto the yellow pad and you have another journal that can just be ideas, you know, and drawings and lists and things because you have to do them because I'm like a list person. If I don't make a list every day, I'll go mad. But so yeah. I'll just so make the list. Fine. Don't do anything about it. Just make the list. You know, and the next day, like, make another list, but don't do anything about it and try to fill your, like, really work against the whole need to be productive and to be ready for what? For January 3rd when, like, right. what's going what's to happen on January 3rd? Exactly, you know? 
No, I don't know. <laughs> I think, Nothing's going to happen. I think that, that putting time parameters on it, like you are not doing things from the 26th to the 31st, is actually a lovely, like, that's my type A showing, is a lovely way for me to be like, that's the time. And then, like, no need to worry about this right now. You can schedule to worry about it on January 3rd, right? Like, having that is, that helps. Good, yeah. I, you know, and I think we're all, we all think if we only did these things, then our careers would move forward. And I'm saying what your career needs is some of that self-love. Like, your career and your your, your uh, you, you, you need you, it needs your you, some space for your emotional life, some space for rest, some space for creativity, some space for collaboration, some space for really honoring the art part of of yourself. Because that's the ultimate thing that's going to make your, your self tapes better, and it's going to make your engagement better. It's going to give you more, you know, um, just freedom and energy and space to like engage from a from a. From, from a restful place. And I know that it's hard. It feels against what we've been conditioned to do. Because as we said, even in the, the world of self-care, it's like, how do you rest? You get these 12 things that you put in your room. You get the sound thing and you put on the black, you know, um, you know, thingies and you listen to this and you, and, you know, and, and you, and you, all these things to do to, to be able to rest better. The 10 things you knew to need to do to be a better rester. Like, because, like, what? The 10 things we want to sell you to be the 10 that. things we want to sell you. That's right. And we're going to buy all those things. And, 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 and what does that do? I mean, for me, honestly, sleep is like something I struggle with as I get older. I have trouble. I don't have trouble getting to sleep, but I have trouble staying asleep. I sometimes feel I have to like read or watch TV before sleep. And then I'm like, my brain is doing crazy 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 things in the, in the night but like i got a good night's sleep last night you know and it was like oh i feel better today that was good yeah and so you know what what is unwinding mean but i also think like some of it has to do with engaging with other people and i've been doing more of that recently and it's just so wonderful my whole day was different yesterday because of the lunch that i had with my friend and it was just like oh right, we're human and we need to be with each other, you know? And, and is that considered networking? I suppose. Does it check that box? I guess that wasn't the intention of the lunch. It was just to be with someone who I care about and I haven't seen in two years um, and to be out in the world. But stuff comes of that, you know? Again, we get to be productive by caring for ourselves, you know, but it's, we've got to start with us. We've got to start with you know, what is, what, what does the instrument need? What does the human being need? What is our, what do our hearts need in order to um, be cared for just for the sake of being cared for because we deserve it. I come back to that mm. and we need it. Our bodies, our nervous system, our psyches, our emotional lives need it. You know, we've got to have it. It will make us happier creatures and ultimately, ultimately more productive. I mm. really believe that. You know, I like yeah. that as well. Um, we have a, there's one question. I'll tap that in. We have been um, looking at that. Hello, everybody who's joining for where, from wherever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Connor asked, what is a good way to communicate with your agents, directors, or fellow actors on how you need time off or rest time? Um. I mean, if people are asking too much of you, you know, 
which I can appreciate. It, I'm not saying just go 180 to the opposite place where you're doing nothing ever. It's about how to build that into your day, your week, your life on a regular basis. And at first when I started, I was working with this woman who's a gut practitioner and I was working on my gut, but what came out of it was something completely different was, oh shit, I need to stop. I have so much stress in my life. My body is not going to be able to take it. So how do I deal with my stress? And when she started talking to me about all these things, I thought I can't make space for all that. You know, nobody's going to allow me to do all that, to, to, to journal, to meditate, to swim, to walk, to be with nature, to, to care for my, my food, myself in terms of the food intake. Who the, f the hell has time for all that stuff? And, and yet I made time for it or I try to make time for it and I do a pretty good job of it now. Um, but I think you, uh, you explain why you need that. Like you tell people in your life, this is why I need this. I can actually be a better human, a better partner, a better actor, a better participant in our relationship, a better worker. If I give myself time to rest and care for myself and love myself and nurture myself and read a book and go see a play and watch a great movie that I love and, um, and, you know, and, and be in nature or whatever I need to do, you know, to take care of myself and go to the kind of class that's going to go to a meditation class. And like, uh, these are what I, things I need so I can be better with you. Yeah. And people yeah. will be like, go, yes, do that. I think uh, also if anybody has a couple ender questions, feel free to drop them uh, in the question box for us. That's that way I'll be able to snag them. Um, but I would say also to Connor and to anyone else, you would be shocked how open reps are to booking out. Just book out. You don't have to, you really, I mean, if you are close with your reps and you can explain where you're at, sure. Yes. Great, verbal about it. But if you don't have that relationship and you don't want to explain yourself, you can book out. And you can, you know, I like to say on my book outs, uh, flexible for self tapes or not reachable. You can do that. You can totally do that. We're all a business. We can close the doors, dim the lights. Like, yeah. you all right. And you are not going to, I want to encourage anyone who's considering that because I tell actors all the time, like, go, go, go. Because you're not going to miss, especially, ooh, January comes around. People are like, pilot season. And I'm like, <laughs> what's pilot season? Mm -hmm. um, go do stuff. Go book out. Go take time because you're not going to miss out on the one audition. Because Never. And you know what, if it is the biggest audition that your reps have for you, and they say, this is the one, then make, say, okay, let me know. I happen to be in the desert that week, or I happen to be visiting my family, wherever or I happen to be on vacation, or I'm taking a yoga retreat for four days. Like, there, there's a good chance that if it is the one, there'll be time for that. And also, if it's that important, they will be able to get hold of you. And I promise you, you are going to be a better auditioner and a better actor if you've given yourself some space to breathe and just breathe, like make breathing a daily practice that you're conscious of. It'll help you, you know, in all of your work, but you'll just be a, a, a happier, more present, more alive human being with a full tank. You know, you won't be sitting in, in, in being depleted. So 
you know, take that time for yourself. And I love that you're saying that, you know, the last thing you want to be is just sitting by the phone waiting for that audition when your body and your, and your, your mind and your heart are saying, I need some space. Yeah. And, and just because this is a big thing that I had to realize for myself, just because you're not actively auditioning or like quote unquote working, that anticipation is not resting. <laughs> no, it is that, not resting. It is not. Phone and the, you know, the, or the email and the da 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 and the, that like we sit in that, um, I, I would guess it would be considered fight or flight type of feeling of yeah. like the, uh, uh, all the time that that's that fear not... that's fear that's fear leading yeah yeah and your fear will have no space at all i have a friend who's an actor he's taught at our studio as well and he's amazing and he wasn't booking he's a little bit older and he just wasn't booking at all during the pandemic and you know i was thinking do i officially retire what do i do and he ended up writing a book on acting and he wrote a play because he just gave himself space to say you know what my agents, he has great agents and great managers. I said, nothing's coming in right now. We're just going to ask you to just trust us and take a break. And he said, you know what? I don't care if I ever book again. I'm just going to, and he found a whole, like he found his voice as a writer, which he found in class. He's a brilliant writer. Um, but like by giving himself that space and that permission, you know, he, he was the most productive. He said he's been in years. So I think you got to trust that that's what's going to happen. And that's the kind of stuff that's going to attract people in the industry to you when they realize that you're taking care of yourself and that you are a, you have a nice full creative tank and you are a whole happy human being. And you're, and you're a, you're, you're an active artist. Like these things will ultimately be attractive to people in the industry, including your own community. Yeah. Do you know the name of that book? It hasn't come out yet. It's about to come out. Um, <laughs> So I will let you know, I haven't read it yet, but he just sent it to me. And yeah. uh, I'm super excited because he's a wise, wise, lovely, beautiful soul, you know, and a lot of this stuff is stuff we, we talk about at the studio and we do, we, we work on in class and it's a big pillar of the way we approach all of our work, which doesn't mean we're not, you know, uh, creative beasts in all of this. Like I believe in being a creative beast, but at some point, you know, that beast needs to be fueled and refueled and hibernate a little and be taken care of. Something you said earlier was trust that it's going to happen. Your reps will get you the thing. Trust in the process, trust in the long game. And I think that is so integral into this whole thing is that we we just want to, there's a lot of uh, FOMO, for lack of a better word, of like, mm, yeah. if I rest or if I skip this one audition, um, and I always think back, I did a podcast with an actor named Brian Unger, who's just absolutely brilliant. And he said, he had a quote that just stuck with me. That is like a career is just a series of successes that you will string and hopefully make a necklace one day. And mm. I was like, lovely way of putting that, like, sure. Okay. Maybe like this one's not going to go on the necklace, but then this one will, like, it's just a trusting in the, that it will get made as it, as it goes. I feel like career as a, as a destination and lots of a journey yeah. and you do have to i love you say long game i love that 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 necklace awesome. thing because you know i feel like having done this for so long and my career did not go the way i planned which is great you know there's a lot of monday morning quarterbacking i do like if, if i had done this 10 years ago or this 20 years ago but i was also in a business that wasn't ready for that potentially etc but 
I, I think we got to remember the long game. This isn't something that you, again, because if you're speeding through this thing with all that anxiety and fear and FOMO, um, you're going to burn out and you're going to end up being embittered or crashing and you're going to feel soulless in this and you've got to look at the long game of it. And you didn't become an actor to book an episode as a co-star on some procedural on a network television show. I don't think that was the thing that said, oh, I have to do this for the rest of my life. So again, come back to that. And how do you feed that? You know, <clears throat> so that's, and that's, and that to me is like also, it's not, that's not so much about rest, but it's about having like filling the creative tank so that the career is, is informed by that. And then, you know, for me, when I'm, creative when I'm swimming, for example, I, I, I don't go get in the spin. And for me, the work has to be about getting like the unworking has to be about getting out of the spin and into um, the heart work, the, the art work, the creative work to, you know, uh, keep that alive. And then that fills that fills my tank. And also then interestingly, demand space for rest so I can incubate and uh, and process and and enjoy this thing that we're all doing. I mean, if you're not going to enjoy it, uh, and I get that, you know, it's hard. And I get that it feels like sometimes you're hitting a wall and that nobody sees you. But it starts here. Starts here. You got to see you. You got to appreciate you. You got to be. Somebody taught me this expression: um, say yes to what is. I think that is a perfect place to wrap this up. That is oh, just good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, do you want to direct people to the studio, to you, um, anything, anything like that? You guys. Yeah. Have I mean, I don't know. Do I put this in the? I don't know if I should put put in the comment. Maybe you can do it because I'm not that. Yeah. I don't want to mess this up. But but follow us on Instagram at BGB Studio. So it's just at BGB Studio. We offer a lot of really cool stuff every day. Um, that it's just important for us to keep each other accountable, to keep each other nurtured and, and stimulated and creative. Um, and also, you know, come to class because we're here both in this building and also online. We've got amazing teachers, amazing classes. <clears throat> we do everything from audition and self-tape work to, you know, writing and creating and, 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 and scene work and work at work. We've got uh, brilliant teachers and incredible community of artists. And that's another thing I think we all need is community. We all need to collaborate. We need to know that we're there for each other, pandemic or not, and that we have that to support our ourselves in all of this, which I think also gives us a certain amount of, of, of caring for ourselves and caring for each other. So that's a big part of what we do at the studio. So come visit us there. It's um, BraymanGarciaBraun.com. But if you find us at BGB Studio on Instagram, and you just go to our link tree in, the, in our bio, all of our stuff is there. And so we invite you to be a part of this. It's like, it's the thing that at this stage in my life and career has made me the happiest and most fulfilled. And I love what we do here and I love our community. And, um, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the most fun I've had in decades. So I, love I think also you guys great, create great content. If anyone just wants to get to know them via the podcast, yeah. that was where I was like, you did a post that was actors know hustle without rest. And I was like, talk to me, please, uh, soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then we so, have to, yeah. Um, can I was going to ask you this. Can you, I, I think I sent you a DM. Can you yeah. download it so that I can share this? 
I think so. Oh. I think I don't think I can download it, but I think you can. I think I can figure it out. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Because I would love to share it on our feed also for those people who couldn't be here today. I heard from a lot of people they couldn't be here today, but they yeah, were. you yeah. got it. And anyone who's catching the end, there'll be the replay, and then I'm going to repurpose this as a podcast. Uh, well, I see that Spencer Garrett just joined. You're so late, dude. As always, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Spoken like a real. <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for inviting me on. I'm again. I'm just. I love what you're offering to our community, and um, I think it's important and useful and really generous. And I just ask you to be kind to yourself as well. You deserve to be. You deserve it. I'm gonna go reschedule some things on that note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> successful chat guys thank you so much for listening uh all if you're not already following i'm at one broke actress and uh this will be on the page there's also i have a podcast there's a website there's a patreon there's just tons of a lot of stuff a lot of stuff yes you produce a lot of stuff you do that all very well <laughs> now she's going to take some rest risa thank you so much this has been so you're awesome. welcome thank you so much i will talk to you so soon see you later bye guys